Hey, welcome back to Sharpening Your Sword. I'm Pastor Mike. And I'm Lawn Boy Mark. All right. Hey, and uh, you, you do run like a deer. Yes, and I There do. we go. We are going to be answering your questions again, as always, and having a great time doing that. Today, we are going to have a couple of our, our shorter questions. And all the questions that we get submitted, some of them kind of require longer answers and a lot more research. And then occasionally we get some that are, are just, they're, they're a little simpler of an answer or don't require as much. And so we thought we'd put a couple of those together today and answer them in, in this week's podcast. So I want to answer to your first question, no. Okay. That was a short, that was, that was a short answer. And <laughs> the next right. one was yes. Yes. Hey, we're done. Have a great week. Uh, no, we're kidding. So the first question... <laughs> I get with you because I like you. Oh, I know. Thank you. You're 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 so kind. Okay. So the first question we had was, uh, and and it's a, it it can be a serious question and one that is asked quite often is, with infants uh, or perhaps say somebody who is mentally challenged, uh, mentally ill, if uh, they die. What happens? Do they go to heaven if, you know, uh, if somebody, you know, this comes up a lot with uh, somebody that was mentally ill that commits suicide. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what is what is that? You know, we've we've heard for so long that suicide is a, a straight ticket to hell. And and, you know, that's been I've heard that taught and said and I kind of cringe when I, I hear that. Um, but you know, that falls under this category. So the question is asked, you know, what what happens at that point? And so we, we wanted to take a moment or two and, and, and just address that issue mm-hmm. on that. And, and so we've done some research on that. So why don't you get us started on that? Well, the, the short answer is the Bible doesn't necessarily address that specific issue. If you're looking for a verse that says, do infants go to heaven or not? You won't find that. However, we can draw certain conclusions from the evidence that we do see in Scripture. Um, And that is basically that anyone who is not able to make a a decision for salvation is covered by Christ's death. Right, right. And that, you know, we've heard that referred to as the age of accountability. um, Or, you know, are they accountable for their actions Mm -hmm. and you know we 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 think about i i I always want to um well first of all let's let's just kind of get out of the way the idea that we don't make the decision on whether someone goes to heaven or Mm -hmm. hell yeah all right that's the biggie that's that's the biggie yeah we we don't make that decision so when someone comes to me and says did my loved one go to heaven or hell you're never going to get a yes or a no out of me uh, at least a, a definite. Now, there are people that we have seen evidences in their life that certainly, and they have attested to a walk with God, and you can go, great, then that being true, yes, the Word tells us you're going to heaven. But do we make that judgment call in someone's life? No, we don't get to say yay or nay on anybody. That's God. God does that. by And, and, and it's given, eternal life in heaven is given through the blood of Christ and and His grace to us, and and so we just we want to get that out there that that we're not saying this person is or or this person is not. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, that is not ever for yeah. any human to make that determination. Yeah. Uh, we we should not do that. Um, but but yeah. And, and I think that the the one scripture that that I think addresses this as closely as anyone is the uh, Second Samuel twelve twenty three. It's right after the the death of uh, King David's son, and uh, and he he says, "Can I bring him back again? I will go to him, but he will not return to me." Right. So. Th- that that assumption being by David, King David at least, that he that his son he will see his son again in the afterlife in heaven, and so you know it, it, we can have that, and and so if it applies to infants, then I think certainly the same thing would have to apply to anyone who is not capable of making an adult mature decision, which some mentally handicapped people fall in that that category of they're never going to reach the age of accountability simply because they're not mentally capable of that. Right, right. And we've we've all known individuals like that, that their 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 mind is altered to a point that they they may have a core idea of of right and wrong to a certain degree, but mm-hmm. the concept of of understanding God's grace and things like that might not be able to be understood by them. And, mm-hmm. and you, you look at that and, and, and just, I, I lean and I fall back on God's grace and, and, and who he is and, and what the scripture attests to. Now, um, I, I realize there are some who would argue with that and, and feel free to leave a question or a comment or your scriptural basis for that argument and I would certainly look into that and, and have that discussion with you. But I'm always going to lean on grace in these matters yeah. and, and in understanding that. Now, I, I, w- I want to put this caveat on, in there. Uh, when, when we refer to mentally ill, uh, that's a very wide spectrum. Yes, yes. And, We're painting and with I, a broad brush. And I'm, yes. I'm going to say that there may be exceptions because mental illness sometimes is a result of our, our uh, unhealthy behavior. We're, you know, we're seeing a lot of cases of psychosis now from um, people who are heavy marijuana users, even though they say, oh, there's, there's no problem with it. But yeah, we're, right. uh, we're starting to see a lot of young people who are heavy users of it who are becoming psychotic or excessive drug use or alcohol abuse yeah uh, things like that where it has rendered somebody um yeah disabled essentially yeah yeah you know i so i i don't want to say we're giving a free pass to everybody right right and that's and that's where i feel like somebody might come back at us and say yeah but and and that's why you know we're 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 really trying to be gentle with it, but I I think being dogmatic one way or the other on it, mm-hmm. you know I, I I always feel like we need to be careful about making a judgment call in that way. We need right. to point people to Christ. Mm-hmm. We need to preach Christ crucified to anyone and everyone who can make that sound judgment. You know, in your caveat where you're talking about these individuals all the more reason to work earnestly with mm-hmm. people who are in those situations 
to help them to understand God's grace, his saving grace, and to help them with life change before anything like that were to happen so that it's not even an issue. It's not a question we even ask. And, And it makes our job all the more important. Instead of stepping back and wondering about these things, uh, we we need to to be ever more vigilant in sharing the gospel and, and sharing the grace of Christ with others so that we don't have to step back and wonder about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's um, you know that's that's the best answer on that question and we we've had a couple of different questions come in along those lines as it relates to mentally ill or infant mortality. And they're good questions. They're things I understand that people ask, and we wanted to do our best to give you the best possible answer for that. The next one was really a a, a fun question because it takes us into the Old Testament. And again, it's a a fairly straightforward answer, um, but a good question, uh, and it tells me that the person that asked it is really looking at the Word Mm -hmm. because it it asked, why is the word Lord, L-O-R-D, in the Old Testament, sometimes written in all capital letters. So you can see, uh, uh, for instance, and, and, and Mark pulled this one out for me, in Psalm 8, uh, it reads, O Lord, and the Lord there in that part is in all caps, O capital L-O-R-D. And then the next one, Our Lord, lower, well, the L is capitalized, but the rest of it's lowercase. How excellent is your name in all the earth? A, a, a verse that we're very common is very common to us. We sing it. We we know that passage. But if you if you just read it without really paying attention, you don't catch that. But sure enough, the L O R D at the beginning is in all caps. But so, the next one's not. Yeah. So. Did 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 the did did the author just leave the caps lock on? Was he yelling it? Yeah. You know, what was he screaming, Lord, what in the world does that mean? Well, very simple explanation. Why is that word, Lord, capitalized is the different names of God and their significance. You understand God is Adonai, Yahweh, Jehovah. Um, my brain just went, whoop. Rough, yeah. Rough, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a whole bunch. There's a whole bunch, and my brain titles. just went, yes, titles for God. Well, when it's capitalized, it is referring to God as Yahweh, and that is very important. That is that is where God revealed himself to Moses within the burning bush. He is Yahweh. It also symbolizes the God who rescued them and delivered them. It is, it is the, the, the ultimate name. for He is Yahweh. And, and it's often abbreviated Y-H-W-H, but uh, it, it is, when it is there, it is in, in capital letters. There. So when you see the word Lord, L-O-R-D, capitalized, it is referring to Yahweh, um, and, and that is very significant. It would be a little like saying Pastor Mike. Pastor is your title. Mike is your actual name. Right. So... You know, they they both apply to you, but they have different meanings. Yes, yes, and and that is and, and that is so significant of God. But a great catch by the by the individual that submitted this this question, and uh, it is one that you know often we just we, we don't really pay attention to. But when you're looking at that, the author of the psalm is, I mean, it goes right in line with 
with Psalm 8 there, where it's, O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name. How majestic is your name, Yahweh. You are Yahweh God. How majestic is your name. You are awesome, mighty, wonderful. I mean, it's the ultimate praise. And it's a psalm that we have made into some great praise music. Well, because he's praising Yahweh. And very, very cool. Yeah, and I wanted to to pull in this idea that um, they were very careful in the usage of titles and names for God. They didn't just throw them around the way... That we do. In fact, they were even hesitant to say the name Yahweh for fear that they would misuse it. Oh man, what um, could we learn from that? Yeah, and and I wow. think that's where the lesson for us comes in. The lesson for us is we live in a society where there is very little regard for the name of God. Almost yes. every TV show and movie we watch seems to misuse God's name. And and I just want to clarify something here. Jesus, his middle name, does not begin with H, and it certainly does not begin with F. Right. So, you know, if if you're watching a show that uses that kind of language, don't just... Or just says his name in any way other than to proclaim his grace and mercy or in prayer. It is in vain. And that is, you know, recently I, I have talked at length about the that commandment taking the lord's name in mm-hmm. vain and the different ways that we do that we've we have for so long i always thought that that meant just saying the name god with a curse word after it that is the one of many upon many ways that we can break that commandment mm-hmm. and it goes exactly to what you're talking about when we do this very thing that you've talked about where we use god's name in any other way or we assign God's name to something that is not of God. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I, I, I'll, I'll give an example of this. Yeah. I was in with a group of Christians, you know, at least people who proclaim themselves Christians, and one of them said, God hates, and I'm not even going to say the word oh, yeah. that followed that. Yes. But they thought, you know, that they were completely justified in saying that God hates this group of people, in my opinion, that's using God's name. In oh, God. most definitely, because God does not hate anyone. Yeah, absolutely. And and that, yeah, or something as simple as, you know, God's told me to do this, and mm-hmm. oh, that's, I you hear better that be a lot. really careful you, about You'd that. better be, you know, really certain that uh-huh. that is a true statement, otherwise you have just taken mm-hmm. his name in vain. Yeah. Uh, and, You're using and, God's name to endorse your agenda. Right, right. And and so there are so many ways that we can yeah. do that. And, and when we hear language like that, um, I remember when that, that guy said that, that hurt me. I mean, it just, it, it felt like I got punched in the chest. Yeah. And that's how it ought to feel because someone is insulting the name of our God, the God who loves us, and the God who we say that we love, that ought to hurt. Right, right, right. Absolutely, absolutely. So I hope that answers your question and uh, maybe gave you a little bit more today to chew on, and that's always what we're hoping for. Mm -hmm. And more than anything, as always, we always end every one of our sessions with simply reminding you of, of God's great love for you. I want you to always hear that. I want you to know that, that this God that we talk about, that uh, we revere, our Yahweh, 
that he loves you, this mighty, magnificent God that, that Psalm 8 says is so majestic in all the earth mm-hmm. that created everything, created you, and said you're very good and loves you very much. And I hope you know that today. And furthermore, I hope you have a relationship with that God because that's what he desires more than anything is for you to know him. And I hope you do. All right. We love you too. We love being with you. We will be, uh, we'll see you Sunday morning. And uh, we'll be back together next week with a couple more of your questions. Have a great day.